0: Listen to Pastor Frank for the unadulterated word of God. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Unraveling mysteries. Preaching Jesus Christ. As God Almighty. Today's message. Listen to me. God has designed life. Everything you are seeing as development was meant to be. It was meant to be. And we are to mature to make it be. Did you hear that? Somebody said, Oh, if Adam and Eve didn't sin, we wouldn't be wearing cloth. Who told you that one? Adam and Eve were the only humans on earth. And if I and my wife are the only ones in our house, if we walk naked, nothing is wrong. Do you hear that? Nothing is wrong because we know our nakedness. But then it came to pass that they did something that they shouldn't do. And they became afraid. And then, in that state of fear, they wanted something else to cover themselves. And then they looked for fig. Fig leaves to cover themselves. And God said, if you wanted to cover yourself, you should have asked me. So God changed the fig leaves to what? Skin. That means whatever you are looking for, I have made provisions for it so there's nothing we have the aeroplanes, the cars and they are all designed for us, we are only discovering them praise the lord the pursuit of your heavenly father's business is what proves you are not a bastard Jesus said, don't you know I must be about my father's business I am not a bastard my father has something doing on earth and that is why I'm also here to make sure it is done That is the meaning of your life. That is the meaning of my life. The one who designed the earth, he made it raw, you know, like crude oil. But the crude oil had things to come out of it so that we can enjoy it. The earth is raw. Each and everybody comes in to refine his own path, to finish his own path, so that others could build from there. What have you put on earth? That someone can build on. Hello. The best of life. Is lived. With the owner of life in mind. You know remember the prodigal son. Now this prodigal son was in the house with the father. And then he said I want to now enjoy life without you in mind. So give me my inheritance and let me go. The father pleaded with him my son stay hang around uh, uh, enjoy life he said no 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 give me i said, okay okay this is your inheritance go definitely when he moved out of the house he saw himself as a big man a rich man he had it but he was disconnected from the source so not long after he realizes life is not all rosy life goes well when you have a root hello Life goes well when you have a root. So he got to a time that he, he was almost eating the food of pigs. He became a pig. He sat down and thought again. He said, yeah, now I understand life. I'll go back to my father and I'll tell him, look, I don't need any other thing. Just make me your servant and let me be your house. It will be okay for me. He realized, that he had what it takes to enjoy life, but he didn't see. And when the senior brother saw that he had been brought in, and the father is full of joy that my lost son has come back, the senior brother became, bad, I mean, felt bad that, look, I've been here all this while. I've been working all this while. I've been doing the best of things all this while for you. What, what good have you done for me? And this my brother that took everything and went, and then now he comes back, and then he you have killed the best of calf for him. Then the father said, Son, whatever I have is yours. The only difference between you and your brother is he has been asking. You don't ask. If you have asked me, wouldn't I give you? If you have said this big calf, I want to have a party, won't I give you? You see, so life does not yield to you his meaning. Until you go asking for it. Do you understand what I'm saying? You don't sit down and expect life to be okay. Or life to yield its meaning to you. That means you are living by chance. When you are in life. The best is out there for you. But you go. questing for it. Praise the Lord. With God in mind your prayers will receive answers. With yourself in mind, your prayers cannot receive answers. He said, you ask and receive not because you ask amiss that you might consume it in your lust. Without God in mind, your prayers have problems. Now, that goes to mean that without God in mind, your life has problems. The peace you enjoy in life is connected to your consciousness of God. In the book of Isaiah chapter 26 and verse 3, it said, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is what? Stayed on thee. Why? Because he trusted thee. That is what is called success. Trusting in God having your mind stayed on God. That will keep him in perfect peace. Everything you do, it must be doing it with God in mind. When you go to market, you sell with God in mind. When you go to school, you study with God in mind. In your marriage, you marry your husband or wife with God in mind in mind. When you are training or teaching your children what to do, you do it with God in mind. Even when you are eating, you eat with God in mind. The rich fool didn't do that. God said, you are a fool. I'm taking you out. So the meaning of living is living with God in mind. Because you cannot be disconnected from God. Jesus said, I am the vine and you are the branch. When a branch is detached from the vine, just a matter of time, it will wither. Life is designed that if you must succeed, you must be connected to your source. Everything you do. You see why we are struggling in this world? We do things without God. Even now we are even going worse. That will keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on you because he trusted in you. Check. And you realize that the laws of nations were all drawn from the Bible. They were only given the colors to make it relate with the people. But all the principles of the laws we follow to make things work, they were drawn from the Bible. God decides what is right. When you disconnect with God, you are disconnected with reality. You are disconnected from existing. You are disconnected from anything that is important. You are lost. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus Christ. Before Jesus will come, John the Baptist was in the womb also. You know, so from the womb level they were connecting when uh, Mary went to greet John the Baptist's mother Elizabeth the child in the womb leaped so from the womb level they knew their purposes so immediately John the Baptist came he started his mission in Matthew chapter 3 verse 1 he started repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand that was the mission that brought John so John knew he was here to ensure that the kingdom of heaven is established on earth that was why he was around verse 10 and now also is the axe laid unto the root of the trees therefore every tree which bringeth not forth good fruits what will happen to it and then that means I'm here for profit. Everyone who is not bringing the profit, I cut him off. Every human being that comes on earth, God is expecting something from you. Verse 11 I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I'm not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with what? The Holy Ghost and with fire. He says, I am only doing the preliminaries, but the real work is coming after me. And so eventually John had an issue and it happened that John was kept behind bars. And when John was kept behind bars, Jesus picked it from there. Matthew chapter 4 verse 12 now when Jesus had heard that John was cast into prison he departed into Galilee go to 17 from that time Jesus began to preach and to say for what is that not what John was preaching he continued from there that means we came because of this something lost we are coming to put it back repent Praise the Lord. Did you hear that? After Jesus went on with the job for a while, and then he went for the 12, isn't it? And in Matthew chapter 10, verse 5, These 12 Jesus sent forth and commanded them, saying, Go not into the way of the Gentiles and into any city of the Samaritan. Enter not, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, And as ye go, what? Preach, saying, what? The kingdom of is at hand. The same message. Meaning, this is what we have come to do. And I call the 12, my disciples, to do the same work that I have come to do. Praise the Lord. What are we saying? if you derail from the kingdom business you are out of meaning John the Baptist started he was thrown into prison Jesus the owner of life came and continued from there and then before he could do anything he started bringing up recruits who would do the same thing who would say the same thing who would preach the same thing so the kingdom is the number one reason for living Praise the Lord. And so on that day, when they asked him to teach them how to pray, and he was going to teach them Matthew chapter 6 verse 9, he said, After this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. That is what you should live for while you are on earth. The coming of God's kingdom. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We expect heaven to be replicated here on earth. That when you walk on the earth, it's as if you are in heaven. The principles of heaven is what we want to work here. Then you ask yourself, my activities, does this speak the principles? When I quarreled with my neighbor, did this speak the principles? When I walked about naked, to entice men to fornicate. Did this speak the principle? When I stole to enrich myself, did this speak the principle? Our daily lives should bring heaven. Our day to day life is what we came to put here that will make the kingdom to come. Jesus said, Don't you know I must be about my father's business? And he did it very well. Today, we have not recovered from the teaching of Jesus. He left a legacy. Unfortunately, after Jesus left, the temptation to do our own business crept in. Because the flesh speaks louder. Immediately, Jesus left. Listen carefully. Immediately, Jesus left. Peter said, I'm going back to fishing. Eh? Let's look at that in John chapter 21, from verse 1. After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the sea of Tiberias, and on, his, on this wise showed he himself. There were together Simon Peter and Thomas, called Didamos, and Nathanael of Cana in Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee, and two other of their disciples. In verse 3, can we read it together? Simon Peter said unto them, I go a fishing. They say unto him, We also go with thee. They went forth and entered into a ship immediately that night, and they caught nothing. After Jesus had told them um, all those interactions, and Jesus is no, now no more on the scene, I'm going back to my, last, my former business. I'm going back to fishing. And when they went, they didn't catch anything. It was, it was a woeful defeat. Praise the Lord. Verse 4. But when the morning was now come, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples knew not that he was. Verse 5. And Jesus said unto them, Children, have ye any meat? They answered him, No. Then what happened? Verse 6. And he said unto them, Cast the net on the right side of the ship, And ye shall find. And they cast their fall. And now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. You are not connected to Jesus, you will toil. You will struggle. And that is what leads to defrauding, stealing. You will do bad things if you must eat, if you must succeed. You will do bad things. You will prostitute you commit all manner of things just because you want to succeed. He said, you will keep him in perfect peace, the one whose mind is stayed on you. Cast your net to the right side. Do my instructions. And when they went there, they had fish they could not catch. They could not carry. Praise the Lord. Let's quickly jump from there. Now the same scripture, but let's let's move to verse 9. As soon then as they were come to the land, they saw a fire of coals there and fish laid thereon and bread. They went for fishing. The one who was at the shore had a prepared meal, fish and bread. Praise the Lord. Look, trust God that he can take care of you. Your effort can lead you nowhere. Trust God. All God is looking for, actually, is trust. And so, he makes it look like this is the way. It is difficult because you won't see anything that shows a promising future. But trust me in it. And then the one you think is rosy, you rush in there, you have problems. When Abraham and Lot were to part, remember the story? They came to a spot and Abraham said, Lot, I want you to choose first. The Bible says, Lot looked at the green side of the land and chose that place. He said, whatever you choose, you go there, I'll go the other way. And so Abraham went to the other side of the land. Where Lot went was Sodom and Gomorrah. So it's not everything that grites that is good. It is only God that is good. You may have abilities. You may have talents. You may think you can do without God. You will fail. God is your success. Are you get what I'm saying? And his business is your success. Praise the Lord. Look at verse 15. When they came down, they found and then I mean, the food they are looking for, they found them without toiling. Now the fish. So the food you are looking for, what you are looking for in the world, is with God. Everything you are struggling for is with God. Just discipline yourself and do it the way He says do it. Everything you are looking for belongs to Him and is with Him. So when they were coming down from the sea, where they went to toil, even on the sea, he showed them what to do before they could catch. And by the time they came on the land, what they were catching the food to come and do is already there. Fish on fire, bread waiting. Please stop struggling. God didn't create you to fend for yourself. He must be a very wicked father. He was saying, even you who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more your heavenly father that you ask for bread and he will give you stone. You ask for fish and he will give you serpent. You ask for egg and he will give you what? Scorpion. If you humans can't do that, even though you are evil, how much more do you think your heavenly father will do that? But the issue is you don't trust me. So you think your ability could help you and you keep struggling. Peter was there, was struggling. When he came down, on that verse 15, then Peter started, after they have eaten the food that was ready for them to come, after they have eaten, then Jesus asked him, that verse, verse 15, do you love me more than this? Do you love me more than what you are struggling for? Lovest thou me more than the food you just ate? You love me more than what you gain physically? Peter said, I love you. He said, feed my sheep. What does it mean? Do my business. What I would have been doing on earth, I leave it with you, do it, you will succeed. I have a business on earth. I have something I'm doing. Something that is important. Something that will bring my kingdom to come. The agenda I started, I started pursuing from the time John was in the womb, I am still pursuing till now. If you go ahead pursuing with me, you will succeed. Praise the Lord. Then he went on to say, verse, um, the final verse, verse 18 of that scripture I'm saying, Verily, verily, I say unto you, when thou was young, thou guardedst thyself, meaning you did your own things, and walk with that thou withest. But when thou shalt be old, thou shalt stretch forth thy hands. And another shall get thee. And carry thee. whither thou shouldest go. Now what he's saying is this. A young man thinks he can do things for himself. So he does things for himself. But a, a matured man. Knows that he must be led. As many as are led. By the spirit of God. They are the sons of God. Let me lead you. Stretch your hand. And let me lead you. Romans chapter 8 verse 14. As many are led. When God leads you, he will lead you to the right position. When they met with a situation, they say, come and pay tax." He said, Peter, don't worry. Don't just get worried. Just go to the fish. I've, I've saved some money with the fish. Go and collect it for me. Fish. This is ATM machine. They collected money from there. They said, pay, and then let's go. Listen to me. Somebody designed this world we are living in. Somebody designed where the gold is. Somebody designed where the oil is. Somebody designed all the good things you are looking for where they are. And that person is the one who says, I love you. I died for you. Connect with me. You will enjoy life. Connect with me. You will enjoy life. Praise the Lord. Now, there was a time Peter was toiling like that in Luke chapter 5. The same C issue. Luke chapter 5 from verse 1. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word as Jesus, he stood at the lake of Gennesaret, move on, and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their net. And he entered into one of the ships which was Simon's, and did what? Prayed him that he would trust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the sheep. Remember, feed my sheep, feed my lamb. That was what he was doing. He sat in the sheep. Peter's sheep that they were, they went for business, and business didn't boom. He said, Now I want to use your business. Verse 4. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep, let down your net for a draw. Simon answering said unto him, Master, let me give you the picture. We are not just here for nothing though. We have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had this done, they did what? Enclosed a great multitude of what? fishes and their net break. And they beckoned unto their partners which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both ships so that they, they began to what? Sink. When Simon Peter saw it, what did he do? He fell down at Jesus' knees saying, depart from me for I am a sinful man, O Lord when he said go back throw your net I'm very sure that Peter has said in his said look at this man too we have been fishing all this while you, you, you do you know about fishing I have my PhD in fishery he was confident in his own abilities and he knew that this sea nothing could be found there so what are you saying but you know He didn't know that the one who said go back, he owns the fishes in the sea. He controls the affairs of life. He could say to the storm, keep quiet, and he will keep quiet. Are you listening to me? So he said, now fishes, wherever you are, come back, come back, want to catch you. And so they said, okay, we will go, we will go, go. And then they caught all the fishes in the sea at that side. They all came into the net. The net was breaking. They they put it in both ships. They were all sinking because the owner of life decides what happens. Listen to me. The best thing to do is to connect with the owner of life. You will be foolish to think you can succeed on your own when you didn't even know when you came into this world. Did you know? When when the, the very minute you entered this earth, did you know? It was after some few, maybe one year, you began to see your parents and you be calling them daddy, daddy, daddy. You didn't know when you came. So how do you think you can succeed? The one who brought you knew when you came. He knew about your destiny. He's the one who will make you succeed. Connect well. Connect well. Before I formed you in the belly, I knew thee. Before you came out of the womb, I have ordained your life. I designed your life before you came. You can't go about your life without checking the plan of your life. I am the architect of your life. I designed how life will go well. If you build your life in a different way, you will collapse. I am the architect of your life. I know where pillars should be so that your building will not fall. Jesus said, who among you want to build a tower and will not first sit down to count the cost?" God sat down concerning your life. He counted the cost before releasing you. You can't succeed without him. The plan is his, not yours. He knew what he wants out of life, not yours. When Jesus came, he said, we are here to build a kingdom. And Peter came. All of you come. I am sending you to tell them the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It is my plan. It is my business. You are only players in it. I have the big plan. Work with me. You will succeed. Tell your neighbor work with God. You will succeed. Tell another person work with God. You will succeed. Tell another person work with God. You will succeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 6. Let me jump to 25. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body what you shall put on. Is not the life more than the meat? He said the power that made you to wake up is more, is much more valuable than the food you want to eat when you wake up. Okay, let him take your life and give you fried rice and the body more than the cloth you are looking for cloth okay I'll give you cloth but I'll now make you a mosquito let's see whether you wear that cloth so that you have body shows that you will have cloth when he gave you the body he knew that you will need cloth on it When he gave you the life, he knew that you will eat. He did not give you life to go and fend for yourself. So why are you, why are you, why are you bothered about the next thing that will come when he knows what you come? If I give you rice. And you start struggling to go and look for how to buy stew. Uh, You know, stupid. I'm cooking from the kitchen. And then... I brought rice and placed on your table. And then you say, I'm coming, oh, I'm coming. And then you went outside. Hey, please can I look for where I can buy soup? He that gave you the rice knows that you need stew on it. He that gave you the body knows that you need cloth on it. He that gave you the life knows that you must eat to keep the life. Praise the Lord. Wow, that was Pastor Franz, the Apostle of Diversity. For more of Pastor Franz' messages, you can also subscribe to Diversity Broadcasting Network on YouTube. Jesus is God Almighty.